Welcome to Motherhood Aligned. I'm your host, Katie Weed, and this podcast is for moms on a mission to bust through the overwhelm and live life on purpose. If you're ready to feel in alignment with who you're truly meant to be, then you're in the right place. And if you're anything like me, then I know you're a busy mama juggling a million things at once. But we can't just let life happen to us and get lost in the busyness. We need to take the reins and live proactively. This show is about real moms focused on family, feeling good, and finding ways to not just survive, but thrive in motherhood and life. Sound good? Awesome. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We have officially made it to episode 20. That feels like a milestone, maybe a small one, but super fun. I hope you've been liking what you've been hearing so far because there is so much more that I look forward to sharing with all of you. I've definitely been loving interviewing all of the guests who've been on the show and learning from all of them. And from the feedback I've gotten, it sounds like you have been too. I've also been brainstorming ideas for the show and the type of content that you might find most useful. With that being said, I'm always up for suggestions. So if you have anything you'd like to hear more of, topic ideas, guests you'd like to hear, don't be shy. Just let me know. I'm definitely hoping to squeeze in some more solo shows like this one centered around topics that I coach my clients on. So for those of you who aren't familiar, I'm a life and parenting coach and I help moms really in three main areas. Number one, finding true alignment so that you can show up the way that you really want to in the various areas that you're currently juggling in life. Because as a mom, I know there's a lot of areas that you are juggling. Number two, creating stronger connections with your kids through conscious parenting and positive discipline. And number three, up-leveling your potential, which is about finally becoming the best version of yourself. Not waiting for a major wake-up call or a second chance in life, but realizing that the time to be or discover who you really want to be is now. And then going out and doing something about it. Because to be the best mom you can be, you really need to be the best you that you can be. Now, if any of that sounds interesting to you, definitely reach out for a free consult call. There's two ways that you can currently work with me. I coach moms one-on-one via Zoom, which is private, totally personalized, and the sessions are tailored to your present situation and your future self, aka the one who already has the life that you dream of. And if you're listening to this in real time, I'm also currently enrolling a group conscious parenting program, which will be 10 weeks of me guiding you through a massively transformational conscious parenting program that I've actually gone through myself and been certified on with weekly group coaching calls. If that's something you're interested in, Jump on that fast because we're starting next week. And if you're not listening to this in real time, just visit my site, motherhoodalign.com, and you can see what opportunities are currently available. Okay, so on to today's topic. I feel like what we're going to talk about today is huge. It's something a lot of us have been lacking this year and something the world needs more of. We're going to be talking about connection and the importance of connection with our kids, social connections, And finally, the connection we have with ourselves, and probably most importantly, I should add. The reason I chose to talk about connection today is because I simply asked myself the question, what does the world need more of right now? And through many discussions with many moms, this seemed to be a common theme. 
2020 has changed the dynamics of everything. Many of our relationships and interactions have been moved to Zoom. We're interacting on a social level much less than ever before and spending way more time with our kids at home, which can be a good thing, but it can also cause more of a divide. Some people are loving these new dynamics and some people are losing their minds, pulling their hair out. So how do we ensure we remain connected and don't let ourselves become too disconnected? I believe it's by being intentional with connection. So let's talk about it. With a quick Google search of the importance of human connection, you'll get a ton of articles and studies supporting the value of feeling connected. Human connection is basically relationships. Brene Brown, who I love, defines connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. I love that definition. The energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. So let's start with talking about connection with our kids. As a parenting coach, I obviously spend a lot of time studying how to be a better parent. And let me tell you, the backbone, the most important thing is, you might have guessed it, connection, connecting with our kids. In positive discipline, we call it connection before correction. As parents, we're often in the habit of just constantly correcting our kids. We forget the connection part of it. Adlerian psychology embraces the theory that children will move toward cooperation when they sense that the adult cares about them and treats them with respect and dignity. And when we're treating our child with respect and dignity, we're strengthening our relationship with them and our connection. So how can we foster more connection with our children? Number one, always make sure the message of love gets through, even when you're telling them something they don't want to hear. For instance, yesterday, Lucy, my three-year-old, wanted to stay up and play with her dolls rather than take her nap. Rather than just tell her no, I reaffirmed my love for her first. I love you so much, Lucy, and the answer is no. I was being kind and firm with my no while still reinforcing my connection and love for her. Another option would be to show empathy, acknowledge her feelings. I know how much you want to play with your dollies right now, and I'm sorry you can't right now because it's nap time. When children feel connected, they are more open to kind and firm correction. A child who is misbehaving is discouraged in one way or another. Children always need encouragement, which also fosters connection. Rudolf Dreicher says a child needs encouragement like a plant needs water. Every tool taught in positive discipline is designed to help children feel encouraged. It's that important to our connection. The primary goal of all children and really all human beings is belonging and significance. Have you ever thought about your relationship with your child as being in a relationship? Think of it this way. How would you create more connection with a romantic partner? Would you force your beliefs on them and power over them to get them to do what you want them to do? Probably not, but that's exactly how many of us parent. Imagine if your spouse came home from a long day at work and you looked at him sternly and said, go clean your room like I told you to do this morning. He or she would probably not have a very good reaction. If my husband did that to me, I'd be like, 
seriously. And the last thing I would want to do is go clean the room. But we do that to our kids all of the time. They'll likely go and do what you say, but it's a temporary fix and you've done nothing to actually foster your relationship with them and connect. So if creating connection with your child is top of mind right now, definitely check out the group program starting next week. It will transform your life, the way you parent, and help solve any behavioral problems that you're currently having with your kids. The next thing I want to touch on briefly is the topic of social connections. For both you and your kids, it looks a bit different these days. Obviously, our normal lives have been turned upside down by COVID this year, and social distancing has become our norm. I read somewhere that it would be better to call it physical distancing instead of social distancing. I love that because truly, we need to maintain social connection, even if we are distancing ourselves. I've definitely found myself pretty isolated over the last six months. And I know my kids are feeling isolated with not being able to go to school like normal, no summer camps this summer, etc. So I've been trying to be more intentional with creating more connection for both myself and my kids despite social distancing. Because as social beings, humans need connection. If you don't have connection, it triggers loneliness. And loneliness can affect both your physical and mental health. As we head into the winter months, I want you to be especially mindful to avoiding loneliness. We'll be cooped up inside a lot more with the cold weather. So here's a few ways to make sure you're socially connecting right now. The first and most obvious is FaceTime and Zoom. I know, we're all Zoomed out. I am too. But don't forget to use it as a tool to connect with the people that you truly care about and who you miss. Try to think of friends that your kids would like to do a virtual play date with or family you haven't seen in a while. Set up a time to connect with them. There's also tons of virtual meetup opportunities online. I like to peruse Eventbrite to find topics that interest me. You can find virtual book clubs, networking happy hours, kids events, and literally tons of other opportunities. You can also join Facebook groups centered around topics you enjoy. You'll be able to connect with like-minded people with similar interests. In fact, if you aren't in the Motherhood Aligned Facebook group, get your butt in there because I also need more connection in my life. You can also get more creative and write letters to friends and family to foster connection. Good old-fashioned handwriting. Everybody loves to get mail. That isn't a bill, right? You can also get your kids involved and have them color or draw pictures to send in the mail. The most important thing is to just make sure that despite everything going on, you're still paying attention to the basic human need for social connection. Okay, so the last piece I wanted to touch on is the connection with yourself. To feel more connected with others, it's important that we first connect to ourselves. What does that look like for you? Are you in tune with your needs? The truth is, so many of us aren't. I've had this conversation with a couple of clients recently. I was having them rate their relationships on a scale of 1 to 10. When asking about their relationships with their spouse and children, both were 6 and above. Then I threw in the sucker punch. On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate your relationship with yourself? Neither of them saw it coming and both gave me real raw answers. The first one said she would rate her relationship with herself a two. And the second one said negative 100. Whoa. 
If you're disconnected from what you really need, please know that you can change that. In fact, I beg you to. We actually treat ourselves worse than we'd ever treat a friend or our children. Why is that? Seriously, as moms, we often put ourselves last, but it should actually be the opposite. Fill your cup first and you'll be able to show up better for others. I know sometimes that's easier said than done, but as you practice connecting with yourself, it gets easier. I think of it as a form of self-growth. It's something you should always be working on. Again, just as you'd approach your relationship and connection with your spouse or your kids, you should start by doing the same with yourself. It's about regularly tuning into your own emotional, spiritual, and physical needs and honoring them in your daily actions. So I really want you to think about this today. How connected are you with yourself? On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate your relationship with yourself? If it needs some work, you can try sitting down and brain dumping in a journal about what it is you're actually needing. Create some priorities and decide how you will honor them. To wrap this up, I'll give you your next best step for connection. It's really simple. I just want you to intentionally think about connection and what this episode brought up for you. And again, if you're looking for more connection with your kids, the Conscious Parenting Group may be great for you. If you're looking for more social connections, try mixing it up with a fun virtual event on Eventbrite or Facebook. And if you're looking for more self-connection, start with journaling and seriously consider one-on-one coaching, either with me or another coach, because investing in yourself and your overall happiness and game plan for this life could very well be the very best thing that you could do for yourself. So go out there, make some connections, connect with your kids connect with your family and friends, meet some new people, even if it has to be virtually, and most importantly, connect with yourself. Thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. If anything you heard in this episode resonated with you, I would be so grateful if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more people can find us. Also, check out motherhoodaligned.com for more resources and be sure to say hi on Facebook and Instagram at Motherhood Aligned. I'll talk to you soon.